Jokel, you lead Maeve out into the desert and, and you feel the sand start to give a little bit under your feet with each step. You don't sink, but you do feel that give and you find that Maeve is following you, but she is not happy right now. And in fact, you see her hooves are sinking a little deeper with each step than your feet do. And you run into a similar issue with Bessie in the cart is that although Bessie is not giving any attitude, unlike Maeve, <laughs> you are finding it difficult to lead the cart over the sand. But you're making it through. It's just, it's taking you a little while. May I help carry the cart? You, you would like to carry the cart? Just go up in the back and lift. Hmm. And I walk behind it, grab onto the back, and help lift it. How heavy would we say it is? Ooh, I was just thinking that. How heavy would the cart be? Because it's got not a ton of stuff, but it does have all the excess supplies that couldn't fit on Maeve's saddle. Sounds like I'm rolling bronze. Why don't you go ahead and make a... Um, just make a straight bronze check, but why don't you make it medium difficulty? And that's how many extra purple? No, uh, that'll be two. Okay. I have a net one success. Perfect. You lift up the back of the cart, no problem. And in fact, at first, you lift it up so high that Bessie goes with it. Gamer. And this mule is kind of just dangling there. Her little metallic feet are curled. Like, all right, this this is my life right now. And she's swaying a little bit. Um, and then you, you realize how that was a little probably too much. And you, you set it down just enough. So you're now kind of treating the cart like a, a wheelbarrow in that you are giving it just enough lift where it can go over the sand dunes no problem and, and Bessie is able to follow wherever it leads her. Nice. Why, thank you, Arthas. I believe Absolutely. Bessie appreciates the assistance. Don't you, Bessie? Don't you, Bessie? And I'm petting Bessie on the head the whole time. Dragging my feet through the sand. Away we go! Riala, how much further? <laughs> Do you have a vision yet? H like that little kid in the back of the car. Are we there yet? Are, Are we, we there, there yet? yet? Are we there yet? I can see that. You slog through for about an hour. Um, and the entryway from the canyon in which you exited is long out of view. And slowly, you begin to crest a very large sand dune. And, and as you come over the crest, you see below you a rocky outcropping. And sitting amongst that outcropping are various cacti and succulents. And a woman sits on a rock, and she is laying back very luxuriously as if she is sunning herself. Her eyes are closed. Her rustic-looking brown skin is very dark, almost almost leather-like. And her pale yellow hair, almost the color of wheat, is swaying in the desert breeze. And she's just... Wait, is there any... <laughs> is it just like this one rock in the middle of the desert, nothing around, and then just a person? Well, there's a little outcropping. So there, it's like oh, rocky floor, and then there's this large rock that she's laying on. And um, there's also these succulents and cacti 
that are around her. Look, a person. Should we go bother them? I say as I'm already walking as quickly as I can through the sand towards them. I, oh, wait, oh, oh. mm. (laughs) I'll reach and grab Jokel's hand and squeeze it for the impending secondhand embarrassment that I'm sure is going to ensue. (laughs) At this point, we're used to it to the point that it's just like, yeah, might as well. I feel like no matter how many embarrassing movies I watch, I never get used to the feeling of, ooh, <laughs> yikes. Following the cart that way, I guess, now. Come along, Arthas. That's right, Arthas is just carrying the cart, so Arthas is like, oh, okay, we're going. <laughs> I just keep going until I get close enough to this person, and I, I get within a stone's throw of them, probably, I don't know, like medium, medium range or so. And I, I just call out, Greetings! I am eight. Her eyes shoot open, and she looks like from her position, she would be normally looking up. They shoot open. She turns her head down so that she looks at you and says, Oh! And she leaps off the cart. And now you see that she is wearing a green dress of some sort. It's about knee length. Um, it doesn't have any sleeves to it, so it's got that little bustier top. And it almost is decorated to look like leaves. Hmm. And she she stands up straight and she starts clapping her hands together and she says, Company! And she rushes out behind the rock for a moment and then when she comes back out, she's carrying a tray of a wooden pitcher and wooden mugs. And she sees one, two, three, four, and she looks down at her tray. She sets the tray down, runs back around comes back out with another cup and she waves and she's got this wide smile on her face. Welcome! Welcome! Please, come! I never get company. I turn to look to the rest of my companions and I smile and say, she appears very friendly. Agreed. It's concerningly so. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Riala and Joker are like, what's the catch? What's the catch? Yeah, exactly. Just like, there's a crazy druid in the middle of the desert offering me food. Um, Joko and Riala, I'm going to have the two of you make a perception check. And I'm going to have you make it with a boost. a boost? I have two yellow die and a boost. Yeah, so whoever, whoever has the higher perception skill gets the boost. I have two ranks. Oh. What's Ooh, the difficulty on the check? Oh, yeah, difficulty. Make it medium difficulty. So that's two perfect. Two. Hey, cool. So what your net result is so that one threat cancels out your green die. Then you have the two failures. So they wipe out your two successes. So you would turn your yellow die to make it have just the advantage. And then the blue die, you would turn to just an advantage. And so you have a triumph and two advantages is your net result. Aha! Which is a success because a triumph is also a success. Yep. Yes. I, I, I ended up with a advantage and three successes. So the I, two I, of I you are standing at the crest of the sand dune, and you see Arthas and Eight barreling towards this woman. You Well, you see Eight and Arthas heading towards this, this person down in the rocky outcropping, and the two of you notice that her eyes, when she's pouring whatever she's pouring out of this wooden pitcher change from 
the brown that they are, and they flash red ever so slightly. But other than that, there's nothing about her demeanor that indicates any ill will. It was Riala, just a, now you got a triumph. You got a triumph, Riala. So as you're walking closer and you come up upon this rocky outcropping, you also smell something very acrid. Almost almost like a sickly sweet smell. As I approach the woman, um, I just introduce myself again. I am eight, and this is my companion, simply Arthas. Who might you be? She looks at you and she says, I am Deidre. I'm one of the desert nymphs. Oh, I'm sorry. I I don't really know what to do. I, I so very infrequently get company. I, I know that you must be thirsty. And she starts pouring whatever it is from her pitcher into these cups. And she hands one to eight and one to Arthas. And, um, she says, I, I have cacti juice. Um, after offering drinks, I'm not entirely sure what to do, though. And, and you notice that her hands, she's wringing her hands as if she's nervous. Before Arthas takes a sip of that cup, I hold up a, a palm to you and hope that you understand I'm telling you not to, to drink that. And I take a, a small sip, and I am going to hold that in my mouth for a moment, and I'd like to see if I can detect poisons or other toxins present in it. I have already consumed the entire cup. <laughs> oh. Oh no, friend. It can't so, kill him. We're going to do this in two different things. So, I would like eight. Go ahead and yeah, do your medicine check. Arthas, I would like you to make a... I gotta find it because I, I wrote down how it would work. I didn't write down which specific skill because smart. Which, what difficulty would you assign the, the check? For you, go ahead and do medium. Okay. The resilience? Yeah, go ahead and make a resilience check. I'll give you that one. So it's brawn, and I have a level in it, so I roll one yellow and three green. Yep. And yours, uh, go ahead and make a medium difficulty as well. Two success, two advantage. One failure. I fall down... Like a like a dropped plank. <laughs> Wham! Drop that also, card. You didn't get any threats. Arthas, you consume this entire bug, and it's very almost sickeningly sweet. It is not exactly pure sugar, but it is very sweet. It doesn't really have a discernible like fruit flavor. It's very subtle. It's kind of an after after you drink it, you get this taste in your mouth similar to a watermelon, but it's nowhere near even as pungent, which is funny considering how subtle watermelon is in its flavor. Yeah. But you do get that overwhelmingly sweet feel to it as this this thick juice is coming down your throat. And within moments, your limbs start to feel very jello-like, and you feel the need to just sit down on a nearby rock and just... You feel very relaxed, very calm. Oh, boy. You hold the liquid in your mouth, and your sensors are reacting to that liquid. And while you don't taste the sweetness or even that flavor that Arthas did, you still tell that it. while it's not poison, 
there is something in this juice that is not naturally associated with cactus. You can tell that it's some form of a hallucinogen, not something you're used to dealing with in your herbs and your medicines that you've studied in your tower. You know it's not harmful, but it's not natural. I spit it out. What did you put in this? She looks over you. I didn't put anything in it. It's cactus juice. I don't like that. Deirdre. Uh, After seeing Arthas kind of slide to the ground, I'll let go of Jobel's hand and I'll go over to Arthas. What did you do to him? She turns and looks at you. I didn't do anything. Would you like some cactus juice? I don't think so. Her face turns a little disappointed and says, Oh, well, it's a shame. Company usually likes something to drink. If I might, um, could I use my mind reader ability on her? You can try. Uh, okay, which one are you using? Using strength of mind, mind reader, as an action. Okay. Make an opposed discipline versus discipline check, targeting a living right. creature in medium range. So I'll need to know her discipline, and I will roll her discipline as my difficulty. It'll be just two green. So two purple. So I've got two green and a yellow for my discipline skill. And I'm doing this, in essence, probing her mind to see what she's thinking with respect to what whatever she's thinking and what her emotional state is. So okay. let's see what happens. Whee! Um, well, I have two successes left over. Why don't you explain how you picture this, this ability working? After I ask her what's in the juice, and she says, Oh, it's just cactus juice. Um, I turn I turn and look at Arthas and see see Riala kind of hovering over, over him. Uh, and I stand up straighter and just look straight at her with my arms down at my side. And my eyes go purple to red again as I basically scrutinize her. And... I thought you were talking about Riala for a minute. I was like, holy shit. No, Deirdre. Deirdre, sorry. As okay, uh, I scrutinize yeah. Deirdre. And I say, I don't believe you're being entirely forthcoming with me, Deirdre. What is in this drink? And I probe her mind without even really knowing how I'm doing it. Just by concentrating on her uh, to see what she's thinking and what her emotional state is. As you do this, she looks straight on at you and she shows no emotion on her face you probe into her mind and you almost feel the magic rush from your toes up your legs up your spine and through your fingers and you can feel almost as if it was an extension of yourself reaching out and feeling as if you had two hands reaching around her head and grasping her head and tendril-like fingers reaching into her brain, and you feel no ill will. You feel confusion as to your concern. You feel worry that there is disappointment in this new company. You can tell that she has done nothing other than produce juice from the cacti that surround this rock that you found her laying on. I untense and as I settle down, my eyes go back to regular purple. This is just juice from the cactus, then. That's what I said. What is the name of this cactus? Do you know? I call it elephant fruit. 
just because it looks like big elephant ears and you look at this cactus and these leaves the cactus um leaves or whatever the, the term is for they they are quite large and they're very rounded like and you can see that there are little pink flowers dotting across it i see i turn to riala and walk a little closer there's something strange in these cacti but i do not believe she has caused any intentional harm i see how, how is arthas dealing with this scenario is he just like limp noodle on the ground like ah. just completely glazed over eyes just eyes open wide just slack jawed hashtag blaze it <laughs> the blunt hit arthas too hard oh my god i mean you're the, stoned in the desert hey cool this happened to everyone who drinks this well I think you are probably the... She pauses and she taps her chin and looks up. You're probably the third set of company I've ever had. Most people stay, they drink the cactus juice, we have some snacks, we laugh, we talk, and then they go on their merry way. Perhaps Arthas drank too much. Are you unable to leave this place? Why would I want to leave? This is my home. You just seem very lonely. I wouldn't call it lonely. I have the plants. I have the rocks. I have the... She looks around. I have the bugs. I suppose that's fair. How long have you been here? She looks over at the cactus and how tall they are. <laughs> I would say 80 years now. 80 years. When's the last guest you had? Hmm, perhaps 20 years ago? A lot of people travel this desert. I'm no, very there are people concerned. that live in the desert, but they don't—they don't come visit me. Leaning in to Riala again, I am very concerned. Was this part of your vision? Not this part. No, I felt like we had to come this direction, though. Looking Didn't around in in the the sand around here, I doubt there would be any way of telling if her previous guests managed to leave or not. I don't think she's... How loud are you saying that? I'll say that loud. She turns to you, and her eyes immediately turn to a bright red. And she scrunches her face, and she pouts her bottle lip out. That's not very fair. I've always been nice to my company. They've never stayed longer than their due. She crosses her arms and kind of... <laughs> I am sorry. I think we need to work on your, um, your whispering. Yes. If you say so. I am not very good at subtlety. I apologize. Um, we've been traveling for a little while, and it's been, um, it's been a lot. And, um, it's hard to know who we can trust or not. We were afraid that you poisoned our friend, and that's on us. I'm sorry. Her arms are still crossed, and she's looking almost like a very petulant teenager at this point. I suppose that's fair. While I may not get company often, not all of them are fun to be around. So I suppose I understand. She straightens up and puts her... She uncrosses her arms and her eyes go back to that brown. She says, I suppose you wouldn't want anything to eat then, would you? I believe we got off from the wrong foot, perhaps, by jumping to the worst conclusions. So perhaps it best we start over and get to know each other better, I guess. 
So, I'll, I'll, I'll accept some of the cactus juice if Arthas didn't chug it all. I suppose we could stay for a meal. Deirdre immediately brightens up and pours two mugs of cactus juice. She hands one to Rial and one to Jokel. And then she runs around behind the, the large rock again. And when she comes back out, she has another tray of um, what looks like slices of cactus. So they've got this like dark green, thin skin, and then this pale green flesh. And they're sliced almost to look like uh, cantaloupe slices. And she comes out and she she sets the tray down and, and points to it, offering slices. All I have to eat around here are cactus, um, unless you'd like some dried bugs. Oh yes, my companions would love dried bugs. I'll give Ada a, a gentle pat on the back of the head. She smiles and, <laughs> and laughs a little bit. Says, I was only joking. I don't like bugs. They're my friends. Keep quickly. Hide the bag of bugs. <laughs> Thank goodness. Will this cacti have the same effect as the juice? Do you know? She shrugs. I know these are like different plants, but like, would I be able to kind of make a, I don't know, some sort of educated guess? Why don't you go ahead and make a survival check? Okay. Any purple dye? Um, I'm going to make this a hard difficulty because you are not used to these plants. Yeah, not used to the terrain. Okay. Why don't you explain to me how you failed this? <laughs> oh, what? Rude. Genesis is a narrative game. You got to get used to explaining your failures as well as your successes. I, I mean, I guess I'm probably inspecting it, but I just, I don't, I just don't recognize it. I've never seen it before, and I've studied plants, and honestly, I'll probably take one of the, if she'll let me, I'd like to take one of the cacti and study it a little bit and get to know it. All right, so you pick up this piece of fruit, and you're looking at it, and you're like, yep, that that's fruit, all right. Um, mm -hmm. It looks harmless, so it should be harmless, right? After seeing the effects of the juice, though, I would drink the juice super slowly, like super, super slowly. And the minute I felt anything like kind of making me woozy, I would stop. Okay, go ahead and make a resilience check. I'd probably take like two sips and wait to see what that does. Yeah, so go ahead and make it medium difficulty. Okay, so that's a green, a yellow, and two purple. Two advantages, two threats, that cancels out, and then the green die is blank, and then I'm left with one threat. Okay. You take two sips, and you see that the edges of everything you look at start to look a little fuzzy, but that's pretty much the only effect it has on you. So I know that it's a pretty, um, how fast does that kick in? Like, take two you sips? You take your first sip, you're fine. You take another sip, because even though it's sickeningly sweet, it is cool. After your second sip, you wait a little bit, and that's when the edges just start to... So I know that it's potent? Yeah, big time. And just think that Arthas just gulped the whole thing, and he, even though he's big, he's really feeling it. In fact, Arthas, what what are you doing? I know you're <laughs> slumped on the ground, and you're kind of glazed over, but you're feeling totally relaxed, man. What are you doing? Pretty much just EV static, that's all. Not really thinking about anything. Just sort of staring. 
She's kind of just watching everybody interact, wondering why is everybody so concerned? It's just cactus juice. Pretty why much. is everybody upside down? Yeah. I'm, I'm counting sand grains. Give me a minute. <laughs> oh my god. I don't suppose you could tell us if, um... Well, I guess you haven't seen anyone in a very long time. Is there anything we should know about this part of the desert? She looks around. Well, I usually don't go too too far from my home. The only thing I could probably say is just watch out for some sandstorms. And she picks up one of the cactus fruits and she's just nibbling on it. Deirdre, are sandstorms common? How frequent do they happen? They're relatively frequent. I and mean, it just depends on what the god of wind wants to do. If they're feeling bored, then they may whip up some sand. If they're feeling calm, they're calm, like they are now. God of wind. Looking towards the direction that we're going, do I see anything? You see nothing. Everything is very calm. The sun Oh, is no, no, I just meant, like, any, any uh, uh, I don't know, mountains or someplace where a town so could be. So the right is the edge of the canyon wall, so that high rock wall that you were walking in and amongst these past few weeks, but everything else that you see is just sand. After a while, Arthas, the effects of the juice wear off. You probably only felt the way you did for maybe 30 minutes. And such began Arthas' crippling addiction to cactus juice. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so, you have to live in the desert because you're addicted to it now. Yeah, as known you. The rest of the early evening passes on. Deirdre tries to get you to try some cactus fruit slices, but none of you seem very willing. So she's she's fine just eating it on her own. Those of you that were willing to drink the cactus juice, Arthas, would find themselves feeling varying degrees of hallucinations. Junkle would partake just because, I mean, we don't have the rations to support ourselves much longer, so better to just take it while it's offered and suffer. For the fruit? Yeah. Like, like he's, okay. he's not like eating a whole cactus, but he, he's sipping and basically just partaking in the small amounts of it. When you eat the fruit, it is a very subtle flavor, almost like what we would know as cantaloupe, but you feel no odd effects. And cantaloupe is liquidy, so perfect for a desert. Yeah, I think after we sit for a while and she's in better spirits and we keep her company uh we would probably set out once again traveling at night is probably more comfortable anyway you had your break did we uh sorry quick question because now that i'm thinking about what i usually picture rial in it's usually what she would wear back home in the cold rainy city did we get like cooler clothes while we were in isha before everything went to crap you would have been given before you left some robes similar to what they normally wear. Whether okay. you put them on when you left the city is a different matter, but you would have been given more well, looser fitting robes. Because my my general garb is pretty yeah, not heavy and, and dark in color. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they gave us the outfit for the wedding too, so. Can somebody give me a tune-up, please? I will go sit near eight. <laughs> I will go sit near eight. Yay. I have the tools right here. I hand just like a bunch of little like picks and brushes and stuff. 
you. So, Riala, make a mechanics check for me. I don't believe Jokel's ever seen Eight get a tune-up because I think he was unconscious the last time that Eight did that. But Jokel, Jokel's just gonna gonna watch. Be like. I think the last time Riala gave Eight a tune-up, Jokel was wandering the village the of Cash. Uh-huh. I think it was in the cave, yeah. And, yeah. Um, as I'm about to start doing this, uh, I'll say to Eight, you'll have to walk me through this again. It's been a little while. Of course. Go ahead. Does Nick give me a boost? Get a boost. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I assume that I'm just being gripped by hallucinations again. If you're drinking more cactus juice, then definitely you are. But other, if you're not, then you're probably at this point sober. You you see, you just see, you see Riala huddling over eight, and she's using tools to poke at their back. What is that? Yeah, that's why I'm super, super into the. Clearly, it's just a dude in armor, and things are getting real weird. Was there a difficulty assigned to the the check? Yeah, go ahead and, uh, sorry, add, uh, do, go ahead and do medium difficulty. So, out of the, so, the green, three green die, I have two successes, the uh-huh. boost was an advantage, Ooh. I have a failure, and two threats. Oh, gosh. So How you succeed, I... you okay. succeed, um, ultimately, you succeed, but you, something goes slightly wrong, why don't you tell me what happens? as you're giving eight their tune-up. Just poke there. Yep, just like that. Be... Oh, not so Can hard. Tighten something? Uh, you're, you're poking, and maybe one of the tools jabs in a little harder than you intended. I'm doing something, my hand slips. Yeah. So something gets moved to where it really shouldn't have been, and eight... I'm used to working on people, not... Eight, on your tracks. consequence is that um, maybe your left arm feels a little a little tight for a little while. For the rest of the day, your arm's gonna feel a little tight. So what, like take a strain or something? Yeah. Oh no! Oh, that's horrible! But other than that, you the rest of your limbs and your joints feel very loose and limber. She got all the rest of the sand out of them. So th- that's just a small price to pay. That's true. Thank you, Riala. It's been a while. We'll have to keep working on that. I'm sorry, did I mess something up? No, not at all. I would never, out of, out of character, I would never let her know if she did something too tight or anything wrong. So even though you ask, I would never actually tell you. No, everything's fine. Oh, it's just feels good to get all that grit out of the joints. Oh. Now, Jokel and Arthas, this is the first time you've seen this happen. What are you doing in reaction to this whole interaction? Mm, probably just, like, more or less just, like, watching over Riala's shoulder, sitting there eating a piece of cactus, just like, if she's, like, opened him up and he, like, tweaking things, Jokel's just like, what's that do? What's that? What's this? Well, with the plates coming off. I feel like Riala's, like, super used to, like, I don't know, pointing things out to Jokel, too. Like, he probably knows a thing or two about medical things. Probably small things, but... Yeah, well, it's like... You, you've patched up Jokel so many times that it's like, oh, okay. You should you, wrap it like this and not like that. And oh, if it looks, if you do blah, 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 blah. 
You would notice, though, like as you're moving around in the frames and everything, uh, the the little fleshy bits are still reminiscent of a human form. So most of the stuff under them would look familiar. You're just not really sure how it works. Being polite and being like, well, if Riola is out of the picture or something happened to her and I have to fix them, I, I need to figure I out I need how... to have at least watched it once. Yeah, exactly. Like, What about you, Art? Hmm. I guess I'm just sort of trying to, like, stay quiet about everything. The tune-up's got me a little bit, like, curious, but also, do I want to ask? Man, you are subtle for a giant, Ken. Well, yeah, this is... These people are weird. Surgery's already kind of a new concept to me, and now it's just, like, you could do it on anyone at any time. So, you finish refreshing up with Deirdre, and you head on your way. And although she is disappointed, she does wish you the best of luck on your journey. You follow the canyon wall until the sun begins to set, and as the night grows cooler and darker, you figure, we'll walk a little further. Walking in the cool might be a good idea. You walk maybe an hour after the sun sets, until all the walking and all the movement and the hard stone and then the soft sand begins to really take toll on your bones, and you set up camp for the night, and that is where we are ending it today. Okay. Thanks for tuning in to Roads Uncharted. I hope you'll join us next time.